Hour three of the morning show is underway here on a Monday, the 13th of November, during the 8 o'clock hour. Each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Neil Atkins joins us. Good morning, Neil. Good morning there, Dave. It's always good to be here. And we have the Army with us. The, <laughs> the Salvation, Salvation Army. Army. Right. Cindy from the Salvation Army. Hi, Cindy. Hello. We got a lot to talk about. Of course, the Red Kettles are underway now, right? Yeah, and I don't have any numbers because it's Monday morning. Well, that's fine, but... <laughs> Keep in mind that they'll be out until what? Usually Christmas Eve, right? Um, yes. Okay. Usually is Christmas Eve <laughs> on a Sunday, though. I'm not even sure to tell you the we truth. We don't ring on Sundays. I'll tell you. Yep, Christmas Eve would be a Sunday. So the so day before Christmas. Day Eve. before Christmas Eve. So you got till <laughs> Saturday before Christmas. I haven't even looked at my calendar to see when. That's it all how it works. <laughs> well, we got another thing to talk about too, and that's the sock drive that's going on at the Fond du Luth Casino, which uh, helps gather socks for people on this uh, during the holidays. Yeah, I think their goal is five thousand. Um, bring really? a wow. a package of like three unopened mm-hmm. socks, no socks from the floor or the hamper, you know. Right. Uh, and then you get five dollars in club cash. So that's kind of a neat deal. You get and a return for your socks. donation. I can't bring my old socks. No, to I'm, I'm afraid you have they, to buy they might them. Know. You got to be brand new. They do have to be in the wrapper too. So <laughs> I got you. Keep that in I mind. Got you. At least three, I think, a package of yes. three is what they're talking about. So now this is the 14th year they've been doing this. I understand over the years they've been donating a whole lot of socks to the cause. Yeah, I mean, and I see them come in and go out in the bin right when we do distribution. Mm-hmm. So that's like the first thing that, and then hats and mittens that people pick uh, up. Okay. Why are socks so important for the folks? Because it's Duluth. <laughs> and it's cold. cold. <laughs> That's right. Remember, we've got the worst potholes in the country. In well, one of the got to socks to cushion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. Well, it's a good deal. And uh, we should mention that you are the queen, by the way. We should talk about that a little I bit. I know. I that's should have new, sound right? effect or something, like some cheering or something. Yeah. I don't know. How does that work now? You're going to be at certain locations uh, during the... Uh, the, yes, I have drive, four right? exclusive okay. appearances. My first one is November 30th, right. and I will be at the Applebee's location at the mall from mm-hmm. 11 to 1. Okay. So the 30th person to donate at my kettle is going to be crowned Red Kettle Royalty. Ooh, I like that. Very nice. Very and, and if people want to come out and take a picture with me and post it on their mm-hmm. social media, they use the hashtag Red Kettle Queen and right. take the Duluth Salvation Army and the person with the most likes is going to win my crown at the end of the season. Really? Now, that's pretty exciting stuff. Dave, you got a chance to be crowned. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that could very well be. <laughs> I could be queen for a day. <laughs> well, you look kind of cute there. <laughs> yeah, right. Red kettle royalty goes <laughs> in go. all genders. <laughs> okay, that sounds fair. Cindy, again, uh, how do we donate the socks? We go right to Fond du Luth Casino? Yes. Okay. Just checking. They get a, a three-pack of socks, and they have to be new. And you take them to Fond du Luth Casino, they'll give you, uh, I think, what, uh, $5 in club cash. Yeah, so, and we need bell deal. ringers. Maybe you'll win. That's a good point. Uh, how do we sign up if we want to be, be a bell ringer this Super year? Super easy. Right. RegisterToRing.com. Okay. And uh, you can pick your own location or yeah, times? The, the, yeah, it's all available on the website then. Okay, very good. This is where you say, is there anything else? Is there anything else, Cindy? Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can still sign up for Christmas assistance now through next Wednesday at our okay. service center from 1 to 4 in the afternoons. Tell us what that's all about. So that's when you sign up to get distribution, which is like the 19th and 20th, okay. when you get the full Christmas dinner and then you get to shop in the toy shop. Very good. 
I appreciate it. Cindy, thanks for stopping in. Thank you. It is 8.15, <laughs> and we'll be back. More of the morning show here on KDAL. We've got a congressman on the Do phone really? we should get nice. to. Yeah, I Our think. congressman or somebody else's? <laughs> I, I think, well, he's your congressman. I'm, oh, I'm he's not, that's right. In, you're in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, he's not mine. Pete still Stoddard? a nice guy. Hi, Pete. Hey, good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm doing good. Pete, it was good to see you on Saturday. Thanks for saying a few words at the Veterans Day event. They were meaningful. We appreciate it. Well, you know, Neil, thanks for the invite. That was a really, really good event. And, uh, of course, you always do a good job hosting uh, lots of people there uh, at the uh, Legion. And, um, I mean, what a day to celebrate our veterans. And uh, it was great to be with you as as a veteran and and so many others and their families. It was a nice event. Oh, thanks, Pete. Yeah, we did. We had uh, more than 100 people there. And, and, uh, you know, I'll tell you something. It's kind of like back... um, when we grew up, in a sense, the West Duluth Post has their drum and bugle corps, and they provided a bunch of the music. And back in the old days, all of the American Legion posts and VFW posts all over the country, almost all of them, had that type of music. And it's good to see West Duluth still doing that. They did a wonderful job. Yes, they did. It was a, They did a very good job. So what's, I, uh, uh, what's uh, cooking on your end? Well, I'm just uh, heading back to Washington, D.C. today, as you know, the... Uh, government funding uh, runs out on Friday, so it uh, look, uh, looks like we're going to try and push for a, uh, a, a stopgap spending bill uh, that will give us more time to finish up our appropriations. And, um, and I look forward to that today. The discussions, uh, the text was dropped uh, on, uh, on uh, Saturday, and uh, so we should be able to vote on it uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday because we have to give the Senate a certain amount of time to be able to look at it and then vote on it as well. And, and as you know, all appropriations come out of the House. So we've got to get, a, uh, we've got to get our jobs done uh, for the American people, and we just can't shut down the government. Well, I agree with that. I agree with that. Hopefully you'll have, uh, you know, everybody kind of waves the flag for bipartisan support. I'm hoping <laughs> that you get some Democrats to come along with you, too. We think we can. We've already uh, got some bipartisan major appropriations bills through. We've got seven of them down. Uh, we've got five to go. So uh, there's a lot of work to do, a lot of uh, uh, legislative talk uh, in a bipartisan way to, uh, to work to get these appropriations done, because that's how the government's funded. And uh, so once we get that done, then we can, we're going to start right on a fiscal year 2025 uh, uh, appropriations. Your thoughts on the new House Speaker? There you go. I was just going to ask that. Mike Johnson. So Mike uh, is a real, real good individual. Uh, He's from Louisiana. He's been in uh, office uh, seven years. And um, really a a, a principled constitutionalist and really wants to make sure that we get our appropriations done in a timely fashion. He's already told us, and I agree with this, uh, we're going to start, once these appropriations are done for 24, we're going to start right on 25 uh, and make sure that, uh, that the, the appropriations are done prior to the August recess. If they're not done, we are staying in Washington until we get them done because we can't go uh, until the end of the year or before Christmas and they throw all kinds of stuff in. And by the way, it's both sides of the aisle. They throw all kinds of stuff in that's not germane to the appropriations just so they can get votes we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, Washington, uh, as we know, we have to stop spending money we don't have. And by doing the appropriations in a timely fashion, uh, we're going to change course on that. Fantastic. Thank Congressman, you. Congressman, thanks. I appreciate it. Anything else cooking? I know you're on your way headed out 
East. So uh, <laughs> any other major? Obviously, we've got some potential funding for Israel. And, of course, they're still waving the banner for Ukraine. Anything going on there? Those uh, discussions are, are, are definitely going to happen, and uh, they're going to happen this week. Um, we, we know that, uh, that, uh, that Israel uh, has to uh, stop Hamas in their tracks. Uh, that, that attack uh, in early October, we're still getting reports on how atrocious, atrocious it was. They're still literally trying to identify bodies, and it's, uh, it's uh, unacceptable. Israel is our greatest ally in the Mideast. Uh, and uh, we are absolutely going to support that. Well, good to hear that. Good to hear that. Well, Peter Stauber, good to have you on board here, our congressman. And, uh, you know, safe journey back out to the halls of Congress and make sure you do the good job for us, okay? I will. Thanks, uh, and have a great week, Neil. All right, we appreciate you calling. Hopefully we'll hear from you on a regular basis there. There you go. 824 at KDAL. We shall return. Back to the KDAL Morning Show. It is 8.28, the morning show continuing here on KDAL with music from George Harrison. It's my sweet lord. All right, Neil, Wall Street opening this morning. On the upside. Lower after two straight weeks of gains. I guess it's about time they went down, Ted. Let's see. Moody's affirming the U.S. debt rating at AAA, but noted the risks of very large fiscal deficits and political gridlock in Washington. Well, let's well hope hopefully our congressman yet. that was just on I know, is, they got is the correct. In deadline coming up again Friday. That they'll get this resolved uh, next week, so there won't be a problem. And he's right. I mean, they add so many things to these bills, it should just be a, That's you know, a frustrating thing. Right. Yeah. Just go ahead and do the bill, get it done. And well, I was talking when, uh, when we had the mayor's race here, and yeah. Roger Reinert was in the uh, House of Representatives in the State Senate in Minnesota. Uh, one of the PAC groups came out condemning him for mm. voting on something. And he said, right. he said he, I was talking to him about it. It was one of these environmental groups. Sure. He said it was an amendment that I he either voted against or whatever that yeah. that never amended the bill anyway. And, you know, it was all, uh, yeah. anyway. It's stuck he, in the middle of something that has nothing to do with what you're. Well, what's interesting is you'll, you'll, they'll do that. Right. And here's the, it's a bigger bill, let's say, to take away all the money from something. <laughs> and uh, that's. That's what the bill is. And all of a sudden, this thing's thrown in there. Mm. And then the uh, member of Congress votes against it because of this. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my gosh, you voted against it. Well, the reason why I voted against it was because of this. And that was in there because there's nothing I could do about it. Right. And obviously, see, they try to do that just to <laughs> pat them. And, and it's part of the pork system. I know. Uh, they pork barrel the whole nine yards yeah. and get all their... I thought all that was discontinued or... You can't well, do that anymore. Allegedly, allegedly, but I don't know. It okay. seems kind of crazy. <laughs> Say, by the way, down in the Twin Cities, uh, on the campus of the University of Minnesota, yeah. a guy was uh, robbed and kidnapped by mm. three men at gunpoint out in front of Sally's Saloon. Jeez. The student was uh, walking back from the saloon there, and the guy's on campus. He uh, forced him into a car at gunpoint, robbed him, and then dropped him off blocks uh, later, mm. early Sunday morning, wow. and now alerts gone out in the school and the whole right. nine yards. So, uh, the uh, this is called the super block areas on the campus, East Bank, and comprises four different buildings of student housing. So that's in the area where it was. So, 
Yeah. Something else. One of the faces of the, uh, I guess, riot or insurrection, whatever you want to call it, at uh, the Capitol. Yes. Uh, QAnon Shaman is his nickname. I guess he was the oh, guy, the in guy the horns with the, and the helmet and the horns. Yeah, helmet, helmet and the axe or whatever he's holding. He apparently, his name is Jacob Chansley. He's now filed paperwork to run as a candidate in Arizona's 8th Congressional District. <laughs> <laughs> Should be interesting. He was sentenced to 41 months in prison after pleading guilty to one count of felony obstruction. Prosecutors called him the public face of the Capitol riot, with him being recognized for wearing that headdress with horns and carrying a U.S. flag on a spear. During his sentencing hearing, he told the judge he was wrong for entering the Capitol and said his actions were indefensible, and now he's running for Congress. So now he's out he of jail? trying to get into the Capitol legally, I Is guess. Is he still in jail, or what? He I said don't he was think so. He yeah. 40 months. Yeah, but I'm sure he was off for behavior. maybe good behavior, yeah. I don't know. I Taking his so. headdress off? I'm not sure what it was. There you, you know, go. If Anybody if, and every and, and I, I guess if you've served your time, you can run for Congress, too. Right. You can, uh, you can I guess be, I don't know if that was a felony. You can be in prison yeah. and run for, well, for instance, uh, there was a congressman that was convicted and actually won re-election in oh, prison. all right. And uh, <laughs> that was back, you know, like wow. uh, 40 years ago. But uh, all right. stranger let's, things uh, have happened. Let's go to the phone. Hi, who's this? Hey, Corey from the range. Corey, what's going on up north there, eh? Well, it's a beautiful day. It is. But there are no, there are no deer to be found. That's what I understand. It's pretty thin pickings yeah. up here. In They're hiding out region. in your neck of the woods, huh? Dismal. Well, wow. there's a large wolf population. We've oh. had a couple of severe winters. I'll give it that. Those two combinations doesn't uh, um. make for a very productive deer season, but we well, still endure. Wisconsin opens up on Saturday. You want to go over there and uh, see what you can do? Well, uh, t- I'm not allowed in Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> well, you can buy a license, can't you? Or are they just uh, they're out, outlawed altogether? <laughs> All just right. a little humor. Well, well Corey, I, I uh, there's there's plenty of deer in the suburban areas surrounding. Well, Duluth, yeah, that's so true. No too. shortage of deer. You can set up on my deck and the probably pick off a few. I have them right behind my house. But the reason <laughs> I called in, it's pretty interesting. You brought up the QAnon shaman who gets 41 months, but they have the Palestinian protesters in Washington, D.C., desecrating our monuments and putting blood, red blood, uh, or paint, I should say, all over the fences, but yet nothing is done to them. He simply walked into the Capitol. Uh, Again, it's more proof that this January 6th insurrection, which is a bad, bad verbiage for it in my book, (laughs) uh, was nothing but a sham. Well, the amazing thing is the way they've gone after people, uh, and, and I call it the riot at the Capitol, and right, right. Uh, what they've gone after them with vengeance, be, and, yeah. and what some of the people did, smashing windows and, and sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office and doing all this sort of thing, uh, you know, was not right to be done. But they totally forgot about all the riots that burned down cities all over the country, a billion dollars worth of damage exactly. down in the Twin Cities, Baltimore, mm-hmm. Maryland, up in flames, and on and on and on. But, boy, I'll tell you, these damn fools that stormed the Capitol, we're going to get them yep. and lock them up forever. Mm-hmm. And more well, 41 months anyway. out about paid, paid agitators that were within the January 6th causing a lot of the destruction. Wow. Ah. Well, that's it's been told there was some uh, mm. funny stuff going on, funny business to really soak the soak the deal. And one of the amazing things about it is that uh, there had been requests to have the National Guard called out, and uh, yep. 
they delayed it and delayed it and delayed it. And uh, right. so the, unfortunately, the Capitol Police were caught, excuse the euphemism, flat-footed on, yep. on, on the whole deal, but uh, the National Guard should have been called out immediately, and yeah. it didn't. And then when exactly. they did, uh, they locked down the Capitol, and they didn't have anywhere to house the guardsmen and women, and they were sleeping in garages oh, brother. and all that sort of stuff. So it shows how inept the whole process wow. was. Exactly. Gentlemen, have a great day. Hey, Thanks, you Corey. Too. 834 at KDAL. Good morning. This is the KDAL Morning Show with Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. Neil, you didn't have to be so nice. They would have loved you anyway. I know. This is the love and spoonful. I know. I so I had a friend of mine come out to the house yesterday, and I, I had this uh, tote bin up in the garage okay. that I dug out, and it had all these vinyl record albums. Oh, I cool. brought it down. I was airing it out, and so I was <laughs> playing a couple of them. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember this group, TC Atlantic. Remember no, them? I do not. Well, they were... Is uh, this a local group? Or? They were out of the Twin Cities. Okay. And they were... Uh, I've got one of their record albums, huh. and I was playing that. And they actually, they had a couple of hits. This was back in the mm-hmm. uh, late... Probably late... Mid-late 60s. All right. And I... But uh, there in the midst of it was an album by one of your favorite groups. Uh, who was that Dave be? Clark Five. Oh, really? Yeah. And on the top of it, there was a little sticker that said 75 cents N.A. It was one of the albums that I was trying to sell on a rummage sale way oh, back Oh, nobody bought it for 75 cents. No, but I've got it. So I've, I've got it. So I've, we were playing some of those and uh, <laughs> reminiscing. On, and then I had some of my mom's old albums. In fact, oh, I yeah. had an album jacket, one of the old ones that they used to put the 78s in. Mm-hmm. Now, the old 78s, that was like one... One song on pretty on much, yeah. Back in yeah, the day. they were not long played, by and, any means. and you can't. Uh, none of the new uh, mm-hmm. uh, turntables they don't play the '78 deal. Well, anyway, probably not. Yeah. We were looking at those. Probably and, not a good idea to put a nice needle on the old '78s. No, no, no. But but anyway, say I, uh, you were commenting to me about this uh, big issue that huh? the state of Minnesota is working on. Oh, the flag! A new design <laughs> for a flag. Here. There are a whole lot of I forget how many. Uh, Entries there were in the contest, but there was a bunch, and a I bunch. guess somebody's got to sort through all of them now and come up with the winner. Well, they had one with a big mosquito on it. <laughs> yeah. and then Very I saw, appropriate. I saw one with a hot dish. A big hot also dish appropriate, yeah. And so between hot all dishes right. and mosquitoes and all <laughs> you that, you got guys. the state covered there. Oh, Let's go to the phone. Hi, who's this? Turtle. Turtle, right. what's shaking? Hey, Neil. You know, this, you were talking earlier about this omnibus bill style of legislating in, in legislatures and in Congress. Yes. You know, it's, it's such a mess because, you know, obviously they're just stacking a whole bunch of things all together mm-hmm. and, and voting on it. And, and, and how do you get anything meaningful through by doing that? Because you've got all these things that are contrary to what another bill is. is I know. All about. And I know they, they've been trying to talk. They've talked for years about changing that, and it never happens. Well, they're, they're, they're talking about it now. So I'm happy for that. Yep. All right. Well, let's hopefully Starber and the crew get somewhere at this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. All right, yeah, Turtle. Good to hear from you. And we got another call on the other line, too. Hi, who's this? Go for it. Hello. Hello, this is John. Got to turn down your radio, John. I just did. Yeah. All right. Much better. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, I just had a quick one. Um, I was uh, 
I take the bus now. It goes right to the gym real real nice after they got redesigned. So there's a quick stop over at UMD. Well, there's a, I guess I would call it an entity living in the, um, the entrance to Kirby East. Been there for a week now, and it smells kind of like a dead deer. Okay. And uh, so I went to the two windows where there's two guys inside there, and I says, can you get rid of that? He says, nope, we already called the police, and they looked in, and they says, we can't touch them. We're ordered by the mayor not to touch them. And this is an area where people come in who are leaving and ride or get the bus, and here there's this thing in there. And, I mean, it smells bad in there. Wow. And so people can't sit out. Well, no, yesterday, another one moved in with a big blanket, so there's two of them in there. And <laughs> this is like a, an area where people are supposed to be. But Or you're I talking about people with the tent yeah. cities. I thought there. there were dead deer in the. I thought you were talking about a dead deer there for a minute. I, said, I was going to tell you, the city, public <laughs> works always used to remove them. Yeah. You're talking about the, well. the campers, right? <laughs> Yeah, this is one of them, I don't know, I just call them bums. Some people call them other names. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. uh, it, uh, it it looks like it, it just lays on the bench and sleeps. And um, now there's, yesterday I looked in there, there's a crash on the floor and anything. But, wow. you know, in a, in a public area, um, I, I know that the Democrats are trying to get voters, but... Uh, uh, kind of sad, you know, when a, a public building just smells in there because a person is in there and, and won't go away. Well, is it a public building or is it UMD? Pardon me? Is it UMD building? Yes, it's, uh, there's, yeah. where you go to UMD, it's called Kirby East Entrance. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure that would be a city Well, the, camp, uh, the campus, they should be, uh, yeah. well, maybe they're being told by the, the University of Minnesota, I know we've got a new mayor coming after the first of the year and he's right. talking about doing a different strategy here dealing with all this, so let's hope for the best. All right. Uh, I hope Mr. Reiner was uh, listening. Yeah, I might get an idea of what he's faced with. But, right. I mean, that's, that's, that's disgusting. So, yep. John, have a fun day, boys. Thanks for hey, the call. Thanks, John. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Mm-hmm. 843 at KDAO. This is the KDAO Morning Show. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane. Ain't got time to take a fast train. Lonely days are gone. I'm a going home. My baby just wrote me a letter. I don't care how much money I gotta spend. Got to get back to my baby again. Writing the letter, it's the box tops on KDAO. Oh, I wrote the letter. Instead of writing the letter, might as well go right to the phone. This you is, got Tom on the way? I believe so. Hi, Tom. Hey, good morning. You know, I had that 45, and I I think I actually wore the needle right through that. <laughs> wow! Thousand. I found a oh, stack I of I, I found a stack of my old 45s, and I you remember the band uh, Dave. Uh, you remember probably the Castaways? Yes, I liar, have liar. Uh, a 45 by there, signed by all the members Ooh, of the Castaways. Very okay, nice. So there you yeah. go. Oh, I hope you hung on to it. I do. I've got it at home. <laughs> Good. I probably won't bring in uh, as guess, much as a Beatle autograph, but you'll ooh, get yeah, right. That's true. Go ahead, Tom. No, but it's, it's still good. Yeah, I was just uh, wanted to say something about uh, uh, Republican Tim Scott uh, bowing out of the presidential oh, right. race. Yes, uh, I heard that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people really didn't pay a lot of attention to him, but I think he he should get an applause and a, a nod for his effort. He seems to be too decent a guy almost to be president. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. you know, he really does, and and I, I don't think anybody would pick him up on the VP circuit either, because. No matter what you do at this point, if you're African-American and you're running as a Republican, you're still not going to get African-Americans to really vote for you. Unfortunately, you know, they, they seem to be in lockstep with the Democrat Party. And even, you know, Alan Keyes was a favorite of mine uh, years ago, uh, but he, he suffered from that same fate. You know, uh, African-Americans simply would not vote for him. And it's too bad because, like I say, Tim Scott seemed like a really decent human being and a heck of a good politician. But I just wanted to announce that he is no longer running. And I have a lot of respect for him for running anyway. I I saw that this morning and I watched the debate last week and I watched him. I I really like his demeanor and I think you hit it right on the head. He is... uh, uh, seems to be a real decent human being, and and his uh, approach was, uh, I thought, pretty good. I mean, he he had a, a really good approach. It it showed he the sincerity, and he didn't get down into the gutter as some of the other candidates did. And uh, yeah. so I, I'm sure there's plenty of things going on for him down the road, but he'll probably be in the Senate for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Well, I would just say, you know, I mean, it's an indictment of uh, some of our politicians when we have to say <laughs> this particular one was a decent human being, I know. you know, but I, I thought it was very wrong and somewhat disturbing for Nikki Haley to call Vivek Ramaswamy a scum. You know, as a secretary of state, there's a thing called diplomacy, <laughs> and that is such a violation of diplomacy wow. to verbally assault somebody on the stage. Yeah, they got they I got a little they got a little heated. He yeah. he he tried to uh, criticize her daughter and to her not raising the daughter right on that whole TikTok deal, and I think that mm. that fueled the flames there. And that's where you know when you see the hot headedness there. Uh, that sometimes uh, brings a little concern on, uh, you know, it, well, you know, look at how hot-headed Trump Well, you're starting to act like Donald Trump. That means they're... You know, and, you yeah. know, and, I mean, you know, the stuff that he yeah, said and... Well, she was uh, Secretary of State. She should absolutely positively <laughs> know better than to do that. No, she was, the, know, um, it, she was the ambassador of the United Nations. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah either way, ambassador, you know, uh, right. secretary of state. I mean, you know, there's certain decorum that is expected of people that do that, fill those positions, you know. And also for president of the United States. I'm yeah. sorry. I know some people don't particularly like criticism of the former president, Donald Trump. When it came to some of those issues, I thought he was over the top also. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Hey, right, appreciate the call. Thanks, Tom. Hey, good to hear from you. Uh, Weather, here we go. Uh Uh-oh. Upper 40s today, maybe 50 or so. Look at that clear sky. I know. Yesterday was 49, so figure pretty much like it was yesterday. So I I talked to a... But uh, sunny and uh, still windy. I talked to a client of mine uh, last week who's uh, working in North Carolina, up in the kind of the mountains, and he told me it was 22 degrees. 
<laughs> really? And, wow. a, and that day it was 22 degrees here, too, and we were comparing <laughs> notes on it. And he goes, you know, I, I came out to North Carolina not thinking I was going to end up getting this cold, but <laughs> right. you go up into the mountains there. And that's different. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. So. Uh, Mid-50s tomorrow, and then it uh, looks like 50s again on Wednesday, too. Looks so. like all week it's going to be. I know. Good. Just go. All right. How, who, we got another phone call. Who's this? Hi, this is Stan. Good morning to you, fellas. Beautiful know, day on the shore. It's beautiful you. everywhere. I'm yeah, looking. I'm yeah. looking uh, northeast here, Stan, and I'm, yeah. I'm seeing towards Silver Bay up there, and it's clear. It's it beautiful. Is mm-hmm. See, I was wondering where was that strong arm robbery at? I didn't catch that. Down in uh, uh, right on off the campus of the University of Minnesota, off the East Bank. Down in Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. Okay, I would like to know. I wonder how many uh, FOIA. Uh, you have to get a FOIA request to how many assaults and stuff for at UMD per year. Uh, but I tell you, one way to get those guys out of that entrance is somebody live trap a couple of skunks, lock the doors, and throw them in there. <laughs> there you go. Then the university, they can have fun cleaning it out. If they don't start right away, they're going to have more and more of that stuff. Right. Well, let's hope for the best down there. I know. Now, they... I hope the new Democrat is not like the old Democrat. Yeah. Well, well, you have a beautiful day, gentlemen. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Bye. Wow, it looks great. like in the Twin Cities, the uh, Minneapolis City Council and St. Paul City Council, they elect elected more progressives and liberals uh-huh. down there. It's kind of the opposite that we saw up here, but we'll see what the dynamics of the politics down there are going to be. They have discovered a new dinosaur. What now? In Texas. Uh, the new species is a... Well, they found a small fossil from the animal in 2020, but then more bon- bones were found near Lake Grapevine uh, in Texas this week, and scientists confirmed it's an entirely new species of dinosaur uh, the Latin name of this herbivore translates to Cohen's grapevine jaw. I can't pronounce the Latin name. It's a combination of Murray Cohen. He was the first to make the discovery. And the place, of course, grapevine. And then I don't know why the jaw came in. But the dinosaur, likely about six feet long, weighing 20 to 60 pounds. So you're a rather diminutive was, uh, dinosaur, yeah, I guess. Maybe it was its jaw or something. Like maybe I saw something like that. Something. There well, you, go. you know, they're... they're uh, you never know what you might find when you're digging around in the uh, And you've got to have places. an eye for it because uh, I suppose, uh, yeah, they look they like spot this stuff. <laughs> right. And sometimes it's right out at you. All of a yeah, sudden I there's, suppose, yeah. there's the uh, backbone of a vertebrae of a dinosaur, a big go. dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're thinking now they're they're getting a little bit more particular on the mass extinction event that occurred. Mm-hmm. And they still believe that an asteroid hit uh, the Earth down in the Yucatan Peninsula. That pretty much wiped them all out. Buried uh, down as far yeah. as 12 miles, uh, they claim miles down really? in uh, the, the, the debris. Yeah. And apparently the soot that came up in the air, it took, it took several years, but it wiped out uh, pretty much uh, everything. 60% yeah, of the right. uh, uh, life. We don't want any of those things to hit anymore. The thing that it ended up doing, apparently, this is what the recent stuff that I read on it, is that these fine particles uh, came down on the plant life, and it was hard for plants to do the photosynthesis. I suppose, yeah. And all of a sudden, so the plants started dying, and all these dinosaur animals that depended on the vegetation... Mm. Starved to death, and then of course the animals that ate the vegetarian <laughs> animals starved to death. Wow. And uh, the smaller animals were the one that survived. And of course, in the seas, the oceans, you had uh, ocean life that survived, yeah. but still there was a dramatic change. In, oh, I imagine. Yeah. 
We'll never know until you go back in time and see it for yourself there, Dave. I don't want to go back in time to see that. Don't you want to? No, if I want to go back, it would be just, you know. You don't want to go back nice to the future? Nice things happened. No. no. I was watching one of those episodes. Did you? Really? They, the first couple were pretty good. The last one was a little on the lame side. but yeah, Which one was that? Were the Cowboys? And, yeah, yeah, they got a little one, carried that's the one away. We but then everybody likes that kind of stuff, and they like Michael J. Fox. So. He's still around. He's got uh, MS, isn't it? Uh, or is it MD? Okay, I'm not sure now. Uh, he's uh, neither one of those, I don't think. They were uh, Parkinson's, yes. Is it Parkinson's? Yes. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. they were interviewing him, and he was talking yeah, about uh, uh, what what's happened to him, and right. he's still active and has problems getting around. But right, like I said those diseases are tough. Like yeah, that. now a spokesperson, I guess, for that yeah. particular malady. Coming up on 8:56 on uh, KDAL, we shall return. 8.56, music from the Eagles, who continue their uh, final tour, which has been extended to include a few more dates. I don't think it's the tour that will never end with the Eagles. Some of these bands, uh, it's, it's like the Stones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the tour. They're 80 years old. But yeah, and they don't even, uh, they don't haven't come out with a final farewell well, tour. Look at Mick Jagger. They're still Trent. going strong. He's so. 80 years old, prancing around on stage, so he gives <laughs> Good us. Good for him. Yeah. He gives us some, some oomph there. Yeah. Know? Say, uh, are you worried about the wild hogs? Not the Harley hogs. No, not around these here, the, I don't think. But, the, yeah. These was, are the wild pigs, yeah. or super pigs, they're saying. And they're expanding <laughs> pigs. feral pigs. And they're uh, concerned yeah. that they may be invading Minnesota. Yet, yeah. hunters are getting excited. Really? Because they had, hunt these things? Well, apparently across uh, these uh, wild pigs, just across the Manitoba border. Do wild north, pigs taste like regular pigs? Feral hogs, apparently. Can you get bacon good. out of them and ham and stuff? Yep, they wow. are making, expanding their range in nearby states. <laughs> Minnesota is one of them. All right. And now down in, you know, down in uh, uh, Texas, since we're out there, they hunt mm. these wild boars. They call them wild boars. Okay. And uh, feral pigs, uh, uh, they've got some pictures of them in the paper. They really... Uh, uh, perpetuate their species, to say okay. the least. When they have little piglets, it's a lot of them. Okay, wow. and they're out there wild, running around and and stirring up. I was reading too, the where there's issues with uh, mink or something that got released from mink farms oh, that are sure. now running around wild. Well, they had one of the interesting things so. is that uh, the PETA groups or whatever, yeah. the uh, animal rights groups, will go release, and release the these animals, animals, and yeah, they're in the uh, you know, wild that they don't belong in. Well, they don't. Makes more issues for And everyone. what happens is a lot of these critters that get released, they don't know how to forage for right. themselves. And they wow. many of them go back to where they were caged. Is so, that right? Yeah. Okay. All well, right. We'll say goodbye, it. Neil. we got to quit and be back on Wednesday. All right. We'll see you then. Uh, and Friday, as a matter of fact. So right. bide your time well. Three times this week. And uh, we'll see if you get out on your bike at all this week. Yeah, I might give it a shot. All right. I think that'd be fair. Coming up next is news and the final hour of the morning show here on KDAL. There's so many things.